on this episode, we're going to be talking about funnels and marketing automation in e-commerce. Do stay tuned. Welcome to 2X E-Commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kinney, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. If you're looking to grow your business, there's only one way by building real quality customer relationships. Most marketing software will claim they can do this, but will never deliver on their promises. You need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Clavio comes in. Clavio helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. That is why 10,000 innovative brands have switched to Clavio. What's the secret to building customer relationships? Tune in to Clavio's Beyond Black Friday docuseries to find out and unlock marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going year round. Just head over to clavio.com forward slash beyond BF for more. That's clavio.com forward slash beyond BF.com. Hey guys, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell. Um, what you're about to listen to, what I'm going to intro you to is an interview I had with Mac Robinson, the founder of Just Strong. I actually met him at a Clivio event out in London um, about um, two weeks ago. And um, he was part of the panel. I was part of the panel. He was part of the panel. And um, someone from... I think it was Spoke London was was on the panel. I think his name is Alex. And um, we were just talking about marketing automation and funnels. And um, what Mark shared was just amazing. Um, and I said, you know what, Mark, you have to come on the show. You have to share, you know, some of your nuggets, your golden nuggets there. Um, Mark has been able to pretty much build Josh Strong um, to, a, to a seven-figure business. And we're talking about, you know, three million plus in revenue. Um pounds um in in just two years um he he, he did it bootstrapped um and um, they're a direct-to-consumer um you know fitness brand um he he had to own messaging so, so essentially the the essence of this um this conversation or all his tips are all around messaging um he's he's a, an extremely clever you know chap who um, has also been able to build out their influencer base. They, they work with largely micro-influencers and a few, you know, um, established influencers um, to, to really, you know, send the message, to amplify their message. 
and he, he just they, they just their business runs on funnels basically and when i mean funnels i mean steps you know messaging steps so they have the messaging right and they know what kind of messages to to um to to target at specific times in um in a customer journey um so they, they're masters in clavio they're masters in um in in messenger facebook messenger and, and they use these tools to guide and funnel down um you know um whether it's their influencers and their customers so they've been able to, to convert a lot of their customers into influencers you know, themselves um, it's a it's a super super you know interesting conversation and if you you know um if 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 you're 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 into messaging into you know email into you know um, Facebook Messenger you know get notes for for this conversation you're going to enjoy. Now um, before we jump into the conversation, um, let I'm meeting a lot of you guys. It's exciting on the Facebook group. It is really really exciting. I'm enjoying actually you know interacting with you. Let's take this one way conversation we're having here on um, on you know on on the podcast. You know this is a broadcast. The podcast is a broadcast really when you think about it. And let's um, converse. Let let's relate. Let's you know um, you know get into. Let's let's brainstorm. On, on growth in, in, in the Facebook group. Now, the only criteria, you know, um, I, I need right now in the Facebook group is that you are running an e-commerce business. That is the only criteria um, at the moment. And obviously, when you get into the Facebook group, I just want you to be polite. I don't want you to be self-promotional. You just need to, to engage. Be helpful. That's all I ask for you. Be helpful. Be involved in e-commerce, you know, in any way, shape or form, whether you're, a, um, whether you're an agency or a consultant or whether you are, you know, an e-commerce business owner, you know, once you're involved in e-commerce, um, you're more than welcome and just be be nice, turn up and be nice. Anyway, um, my my um, interview with, with Mark Robinson of Josh Strong um, will be about to roll any moment from now. Enjoy. Welcome to the show. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, you know, podcast. This is, um, you know, the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Um, we are, you know, um, just obsessed with growing metrics, such as conversions, average order value traffic, and ultimately sales. Um, I met Mark um, just last week at the Clavio event, which I talked to you guys about, um, you know, prior to attending. And um, everything Mark and I discussed, you know, prior to the, um, to the panel, um, you know, to, to the panel talk, and um, all the panel talking after just resonated quite deeply with me. Um, he's about funnels. Um, the reason why Mark was invited to the Clavio, um, you know, event was because data does not lie. Um, you know, he's a super user with Clavio and marketing automation. He doesn't even stop at Clavio. Um, you know, whether we're talking about messaging, um, whether you're talking about you know automation. You know, growing a community. Um, he is an expert and he's applying it in his business and he's seen the dividends. Um, without further ado, I'd like to welcome you, Mark, Mark Robinson, to the show. Hi, everyone. Thanks for the welcome, Kun Lee. As I said earlier, I really enjoyed sharing the stage with you and the same values that we have around community and everything else. Fantastic. You're doing, you're doing very well. You? Thank you. Thanks very much. It's been a great ride so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're the CEO and founder of um, of Just Strong. Um, let's talk about Just Strong. You know, um, how does it differ with 
of the fitness apparel brands in the market right now? I guess when I first launched, I noticed there was um, loads of people who were around who were working out near me and um, they all had this real strong camaraderie between them. And the seasoned athletes all got along really well with the novices and there's a real good sense of spirit and community right there and then. And when I started to really obsess over everything digital marketing, I guess it was really clearly um, able to see all the other brands are focusing on the aesthetic and how the products look without any regard for this real camaraderie that everybody has in person. And that's what I want to bridge and bring online. So I guess I sort of trialed the concept of putting everybody in the same group. You know, at first I started the men's and women's lines. So we had uh, two running at the same time. Obviously, men are not subject to the same criticism as women. So ultimately, we ended up going down that route. But I guess just through noticing people interacting in person and this huge gap in the digital space of women not being able to connect with each other in the same way that they'd like to or what they want to through the, you know, how uh, Instagram and Facebook and everything works these days. It's a gap I wanted to try fill. And since then, it's just been a snowball effect of growth, really. Super, super interesting. I didn't realize Josh Strong started as a, as a men, as a co cosex or, you know, men's and women, you know, um, we're men and women line. Um, we run two separate brands at the same time, so okay. the whole messaging is the same thing because okay. I try to recognize strength from whatever background you're from. So our whole brand will, you know, we take people on who are from, you know, mental adversaries who've overcome them, you know, physical strength, you know, people who are all kinds of different sporting backgrounds. It's the same concept we apply it to the men. It's just we're looking at the metrics right at the beginning and... You know, we just decided to take the route of <laughs> what data points, you know, led to your decision. Really, social social engagement. You know, you launch your pages, you do a few posts, you talk to your customers, and like I said, right at the beginning of the call, you can. Um, it's really clear clear that women don't come under the same criticism as men do when it comes to posting things online and you know talking about the struggles, and that's where the gap really was, and that's the you know why I wanted to fill really so. Most yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as well, if you ever go to a gym, you'll notice that men don't really care so much about what they wear. What they're wearing, exactly. It's it's all about um, you know the strength and you know the results. Really. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's it's a fashion statement, you know. Um, yeah. As much as the workouts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. It's, it's interesting. Really from wearing it. it's supposed to be a women's brand, but I've got it yeah. on my wristband. My, I think it's even on my cup of coffee, right? <laughs> we don't sell any of that. You know, my whole yeah. brand's all about empowering women and that's the concept of when I started it. So yeah. that's what we were all of and that's where our growth comes from. Amazing. So the focus really is on strength. That, that's that's the, the theme I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting both from the brand, both from what you said and, you know, the, the brand name. Um, so what was the, you're two years into business now. Um, you've seen phenomenal growth. Um, what um, channels would you attribute uh, or what strategies would you attribute um, growth in the first, um, you know, 12 months of business versus the, the next 12 months of business? I'm sure the business is changing, it's evolving and your strategies are evolving as, you know, things are changing. Could you give us your marketing journey um, from the first 12 months and um, the last 12 months, please? Yeah, sure. I mean, if you look at it from an analytical point of view, the first 12 months would look like an entirely different business. At first, we was all Instagram first. Everything was posted on there. All of our content, you know, we, we, Facebook always comes second to it. It was a great channel for us. But as the algorithms developed a little bit more, we started to make a 
you know, a bit of a wider approach to Facebook's platform. So a lot of our middle funnel ads and structure is based around Facebook's and its entirety using, you know, automatic placements, less one or two. And um, Google and YouTube are great for intent-based things too. So we find an omni-channel um, structure really works best right now. But like I said, it's just wildly different than when it first was. And I've no doubt that next year it'll be the, it'll be the same thing again, right? You know, the bargroom's always updating, the placements are always updating, every machine's getting smarter. So I guess it's just something that we've always got to reevaluate and always update and stay in, stay in tune with just so we can get the best results. So to yeah. summarize, we had Instagram first and now we do everything. Now <laughs> we do everything. So was Instagram generating traffic or awareness at the start of the first 12 months? Absolutely, just awareness, right? Just awareness. Yeah. How are you getting the clicks eventually to, to the website in, in year one? I mean, right at the beginning, there was a few sales, so quite a lot of people were buying, but not a great deal, nothing to make, um, make quitting my job straight away. And I noticed the same thing was happening on my social media than when I first talked to you about the whole idea and the concept I thought of. You know, people were talking to each other, everybody was commenting on the items we were selling, saying how much they liked them, but it never really translated so much into... In, in the comments of the Instagram post? Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. So you could see everybody getting along and talking to each other, just as I saw right at the beginning. But none of them really converted as much into sales. And then I um, I decided to get really granular on the concept I had at the beginning, apply it in Facebook's platform. So we made a group, a private group for our customers. We started inviting them to that. Word of mouth becomes... 10 times more, you know, it's like a secret club. People have been a part of our ambassadorships and a micro-influencer program that we've got. And um, that sense of community becomes the core and the baseline of everything that we do because that's all we focus on now. Fascinating stuff. So you saw conversations on the outside in comments in Instagram and you you, you decided to make it a lot more intimate by creating a Facebook group so, you know, people could talk, talk yeah. to each other in a more controlled space and yeah. get a lot more value off the back of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's back to the same criticism thing, right? Because social media anxiety is such a real thing these days. You know, people people don't want to post the whole life stories and have it public. Just yeah. and, and again, because women come under such big criticism for anything and everything that they post, you know, they're always in the media for saying the wrong thing, you know. So, so it's, a, it's a safe private space. That yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, okay, nice, nice, nice. It's just a way for them to connect without being in the public eye, but also share their ideas about how they can improve their own profiles, you know, their own journeys, how they can get tips for okay. you know, weight loss or whatever. We, you know, we, we do all kinds of different conversations in our group from workplace, you know, where people work. And so so in, the, in the first year, you know, you, you said you're working, you, you were working at the time. Did you mind sh- do, you know, sharing with, with us what you were doing, you know, um, what was your job prior to, to bringing up, um, you know, um, to, before actually, you know, setting up Just Strong? Well, I, I worked in the gym, <laughs> so it was, uh, wow. it was easy for me to notice this, right? Wow, so you were soaking up a lot. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've, I've always been somewhat fascinated with uh, digital marketing, I guess, you know, right when the retargeting becomes so popular and granular and you see the latest pair of jeans follow you around from every website that you go on and you know i thought that was amazing i love the personalization on the you know the journeys that we all go through now when we use facebook's instagrams and everything else we're going to jump into that so in the first year you know how rapidly did um the instagram followership you know grow you know we must have got to 20 30 followers i think so it was it was quite popular 
you well, know, did you do it just by posting or did you collaborate with other accounts? Posting, collaborating with other accounts. We tried small ads. We tried ads from Google to our social media. We, we did everything and everything to try to get it up. So it's just... How a content engine behind? How were you creating content at the start? Well, fortunately, a byproduct of having the community in the group means that it's so easy for them to share the, their own content that we get an endless supply of it without us doing much outreach these days. So it's a, it's a great way to get in and you know find social media-friendly stuff and... Okay. Just lately, we launched a review campaign to try to get people who have already customers of ours to feature on a website. And if you go into any of our products now, you'll see we have like an automated system from Stamped, which sends out notifications asking our customers to upload the latest shot. We've got Instagram handles and stuff on there. We do everything we can to promote all the customers we've got. And it becomes a more seamless interaction now. Yeah. But yeah. I'd, be, I'd be taking them on myself. You know, my fiance would be going to every gym and landmark site we can. Did you give a lot of free products at the start, you know, in the first 12 months? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is the go-to strategy for every apparel-based brand that pops up these days. You know, they, they launch something, they send them out to influencers and expect, you know, the sales to just roll off the back of it, right? But I don't like to think so granular about how we advertise. I really like to focus on the community and the message that, you know, we have, right? And I keep that at the top of mind the whole time because I find that's the most compelling thing. And um, doing that alone helps me bring down that sort of outreach uh, a massive amount just because people are so keen to, you know, promote and talk about their own journeys and, you know, and in turn provides us content that everybody wants to share, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so... The business starts getting super exciting from month, you know, 13, the last, you know, to 24. Um, how do things switch up and how did you start having this funnel thinking? You know, um, when did it, when did you move out of that Instagram core to a more um, integrated, you know, omni-channel marketing, you know, strategy? Okay. So right at the beginning, um, we... We did. We operate like a just-in-time policy. So at first, we didn't have any stock. We'd order in after we got paid. We operate like a print-on-demand shop. So we'd get our orders in, we'd pay for them, we'd use a local print supply, we'd get the products a week later, we'd stitch it up and yeah, get it out the door. But there's literally zero margin in the print-on-demand things these days. I mean, obviously, you know there's people out there who make money from it. There's no doubt about it, right? But I literally had no budget. I worked in the gym for like most of the first year that that we launched, and we were doing you know six figures, mid-six figures in the first year. So I saved up every penny that I had. A year run by. We bought all our own printing machinery. So we've got like maybe £100,000 worth of printers in our office now. And... Um, I, you know, like I said, I saved up everything that I had to be able to get them in and take uh, manufacturing in-house. And that's what we did. And that's a large differentiator for us because we do our production. We didn't talk about that. I didn't realize you, you do your production in-house. No, in we don't. UK. So it's, everything's made in the UK. Yeah, yeah. It's made right outside my window right here. <laughs> I can see the print. Bravo, kid, bravo, bro. Bravo. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. That, that is, you know, that is impressive. I had to get out of the like the time frame and the horrible margins that had come from anything else because, you know, you you, you can't buy a shirt for two, you know twenty twenty pounds twenty dollars and sell it for twenty five and expect to be able to 
put good money into advertising, right? But I knew that right from the start. And I never wanted it to be ridiculous on my pricing. I wanted it to be like a good level, make it affordable for everybody. So I, I suffered myself and, you know, saved up every penny that I had to buy everything ourselves. And Amazing. Let me talk about that. Um, I, one thing I didn't touch around, to, to talk about was um, the, you know, in the first 12 months, your focus, was it local as in UK based or um, was it global? Yeah, it was UK based, you know. So just being from here, that's that's naturally yeah, that's just what natural I natural you know, inclination. And yeah. it helps you actually build that core first. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But not now. Not now, oh, it's totally yeah, global. Yeah. yeah. So um having gotten the, the you know the, the printing equipment, you know, um what impacts how did it affect operations? How did it affect you know profit margin? How did it affect marketing? Um, I mean, your margins are just ridiculously different once you can do something like that. So again, that's a knock-on effect. It's a domino effect straight into your marketing, right? So you can put more into your budget. And as soon as I started pushing the boat out a little bit more of our ads and whichever channel we were going at, it just seemed to, you know, bring in customers. And it's just, it's literally been a snowball since then. <laughs> I think we have success from our advertising because we we always try to stay up to date with the latest methods, the latest algorithm updates and platforms and placements that we can use, right? So, so once you had the equipment, would you say you were more aggressive with with marketing, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Really like, you know, you were more confident and look, yeah. have something here and let's just make the most out of it. Every action sort of snowballed off the back of that. Exactly, yeah. That's exactly right. Exactly right. You know, it was definitely being reserved in my first year. I think if I had all the equipment and the knowledge that I do now, right at the beginning when I first launched, we could have easily done a few million in the first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but which means that you've learned so much, and you can build another apparel brand. You know, um, yeah. You choose if you ever choose to. So, um, what does the team look like now? So, you have a production team. You probably have a, a packing and you know shipping team. Yeah. What does it look like? Who, who's manning the machines right now? So, our warehouse is literally split down two sides. So, we have it's like two mini warehouses inside one big warehouse. We do uh, decorating, and manufacturing, and we do our fulfillment at one side. There's around 26 of us in total. Um, about half of us work in the actual warehouse and half of us are completely virtual. So we have staff in the USA. You know, we've got some in, even in the UK, which are not actually in the office, just spread apart, right? Mm-hmm. And um, this is great. I mean, in this day and age, it's so amazing that you can run a business in this way. But fortunately, there's tools and softwares and the slacks of the world will help them. Help us manage it all a little bit more seamlessly, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's it's a smarter world now we, we live in, and it brings people together yeah. despite us being so apart. Truly amazing. You know, the one thing that uh, we want we want to do, which is logistically challenging for us personally, because we're in the UK, is get to the US, right? We want to have a office in a permanent place there, and yeah, the staff we've got there. It'd be nice to connect with them a little bit more in person. So that's yeah. what we're looking to do. Either you know, late this year, early next year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, did you start? Is, is, was it, you know, in, in the year two, you started advertising, you know, aggressively on, on Facebook and, and YouTube? Um, or had you done that initially, um, but, you know, to with being cautious? Yeah, yeah. We were always running small little, small little parts, you know. The, the YouTube Google thing we've, um, we've been speaking about is really like towards the back end of the year because right at the beginning, Facebook was great for us, you know. We could put everything out, and then it just did. It just did everything right out of the gate. Yeah. But you know, as everybody knows, the ad costs go up. You know, and, uh, everything gets a little bit more difficult. Yeah. 
And funnily enough, we're noticing a, a reverse in that now because Facebook's platform is getting a lot smarter. You know, we're running ads with less targeting options, you know, less concentration. They seem to be performing better. So as much as I can say this to you now, you know, it could only be two or three months before the whole thing is restructured, right? Yeah, yeah. But always so, at the top of my mind is the community, the brand, the message first. I think about that before I think about any ads, before I think about any funnels or any sales. Like the numbers are so secondary to what I try to put forward as a, a message and a brand itself. Right. Let's talk about the message. Cool. So um, we, we try, we recognize strength from wherever background you come from. So all of the marketing, the materials that we send out to our customers inside the packages are all about um, empowering and motivating women from whatever walk of life that they come from. So you'll find customers of ours who have, you know, bodybuilders, uh, powerlifters, runners, and, um, you know, yoga enthusiasts, pole dancers, or people who have just overcome mental adversaries. We've got cancer survivors and whatever. And as I said at the beginning of the call, this camaraderie is the same thing across everyone, right? You can meet um, two of them people in, in person from a totally different background, and they'll get along and admire each other like they were best friends. And there's the gap I wanted to fill. So we go super broad with the idea, but bring everyone together by saying it doesn't matter where you're from or what sporting background you do because everybody's strong in their own way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. And, and with the messaging, um, are you, you know, with, with that sort of message, is it, what concepts are you, you, so, so you, you look at the, the two kinds of ads, right. Um, or, you know, ways to, the two, two formats of ads, one is with the product right, you know, in front of you and, you know, you see the, the logo or what have you. And um, and then they talk about, you know, the concept, you know, above mm-hmm. it and, and or the features. And then there's another which is just aspirational. You think about, um, you know, many Nike ads, um, like the latest Nike ads, you know, about, um, you know, um, just, you know, people achieving, you know, um, greatness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think about the Apple ad, you know, where, you know, it was like, think differently. Yeah, uh, yeah. And sometimes you did not even see a product in, in there. So um, I, I guess my question is, um, is where, where do you lie, you know, top, you know, top of for awareness, you know, when you're trying to reach out, you know, you know, ladies who have, you know, um, just um, more or less um, use strength to overcome, you know, certain, you know, obstacles in their life, in, you know, in, in any, any part of yeah. Uh, we we use a lot of text-based stuff so a lot of quotes you know a lot of motivational things we use at the top of a funnel so we're running ads from YouTube right now which are you know short snappy motivational things but we also run you know synergistic mix we put our products at the top as well sometimes and we mix the videos we chop them up we we spread it apart because we like to show people what they're going to get as well you know so I guess we're finding our feet a little bit in in that regard but we always find you know the, the perform equally as good and I think our message is quite easily portrayed by our name and our about pages in our story on our website. And I think ultimately the customer's experience will lead them to looking at that wherever they come from. So the conversions are always, you know, somewhat consistent. It's amazing because you're, you're seeding an idea, you know, at the top and, you know, nothing sticks better than idea and idea, you know, um, you get the idea first, you know, embedded in, you know, in their heads and in their hearts and then, you know, you, you come in, you know, quite casually asking for the sale. And, and it yeah, that's right. Through. 
Um, so, you know, um, I, I love, let, let's talk about, um, you know, your, the fact that, um, you know, you, you, you're working on, you know, YouTube first and that YouTube first perspective and then, you know, Facebook ads to, um, you know, to, to close in. How, mm-hmm. how did you come up with that? You know, what pushed you to that and, and how's it working now? I guess a lot of the, you know, the marketers who are around in the groups these days talk often about an omni-channel approach. So I guess it was just trial and error, you know, seeing what, um, seeing what was working, seeing how we could convert people. It's it's very easy to get early starts and good indicators off of YouTube because you can see view rates and how many people are clicking through to your, to your pages, right? You know, one of the best parts about um, Google's platform is the fact that you don't have to pay for a good ad unless someone's watched over, you know, 50% of it, I'll click through to your website, which is just astonishing in itself, right? And you, yeah. you, can, you can filler out any bad customers and keep your good ones listening. Yeah. It, you know, it's going to win. And as long as you segment your audiences, look for people who are in the market, you know, it gets, it gets easy to attract the right people, really. But again, you know, I refer back to Facebook's platform. It's getting smarter, you know. It is getting smarter. Although in the past week or two, Dynamic ads have broken, you know, many people are complaining about dynamic ads on Facebook right now. Um, it's, you know, CPAs on dynamic ads have, have almost doubled. And apparently I, I hear that they're, they're, um, they're undergoing a, a, a core engineering, you know, um, you know, overhaul, which seems to have affected, you know, um, the, the dynamic ads delivery. But um, yeah. the conversion ads are, you know, they're, they're, they're super, they're doing really well. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was another major update what made everybody reorganize everything that they've done, you know, one or two months after that. But that's the game we play, right? That's our job as marketers to keep on top of it, evaluate your stats, improve, and, you know, ABT. Exactly. So, um, so the way I've sort of visualized it is on the, the it's like a scale. On the one hand, um, of you know um, of, of your strategy, uh, you have um, YouTube, Facebook ads. On the other hand, you have um, you know email marketing and your groups, yeah, kind of like nurture you know platforms um, that you know deliver a lot of you know results that that, that stick bring make, mix brings everything together. Yeah. Um, so in regards to like marketing automation, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, groups um, shortly. Um, you know, what, what, what are you doing, you know, um, in, you know, in Clavio and, you know, with your marketing automation? So you have your core message, which mm-hmm. actually in the middle of, of the Facebook, you yeah. know, um, YouTube and, you know, Messenger and mm-hmm. email, there's, there's a core message, you know, of strength. Um, so what do you do with your message in, with, with Clavio? We solidify well, what we've been saying all along, you know, we send them personalized content, you know, talk about any objections that, you know, they want to overcome. We send video reviews on the automation. We have a repeat buyer sequence from someone who's ordered, you know, one might and what might want to try another, what suits it. You know, it's, it's amazing what Calivio has for options in terms of personalization now. It was only like two days ago, I think they sent the um, uh, update for the predicted next date of purchase. So I've not I've not started utilizing that yet. But another thing was a complete game changer for any email marketing, right? Yeah, so we make use of all the personalization that we can get. Um, repeat buyers, we send them, you know, hoodies, what you can get your name printed on. We send them previews, you know, T-shirts, tank tops. And, you know, it's easy for us to cross-sell the products. We introduce people to the newsletter by a sequence, what talks about our values, what we represent. We do the same thing on Messenger too, right? People come to um, our Facebook, we can link them back to Messenger and ask them if they align with what 
what we you know what we believe and what we value you know do you believe women can be as strong mentally as they can physically yes what's the strongest flows in Clavier say that again sorry your strongest flows your 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 best performing flows in Clavier I guess it's when we introduce people to us. You know, when people have come on, they've gone onto our, our newsletter, they've signed up to our, um, our micro influencer program. You know, we send them a welcome email, we send them follow ups, we send them guides on how best to promote their own social media accounts. And, you know, that, that does best for us without a question of a doubt. But I will say that once they get to that point, they're verified, they're like, they're like the hottest of hot, right? Okay. So they've already gone through two steps to get to there. And, um, but still, fortunately, with um, the personalization and stuff that Clavio offers, it enables us to do all that without lifting a finger. And that's the best thing, you know, keeping it all evergreen and in a flow what requires, you know, no work at all. But. Amazing. Amazing. Um, so you, you've got, you, so you, you don't work with influencers per se, you work with micro-influencers. Yeah, we, we do both. We do both, yeah. So we, we do have a mix of both, but the what we're sending out now, you know, it's just it's a totally different strategy, right? At the beginning, I, I went under the same trap everybody does, you know, get a product and send it to someone with 5,000 followers and we're going to be rich, you know. Right. So we try to give something a little bit first and, you know, we're looking at our group and see people who are engaging and performing well and who are telling the story in a real clear way and we send them free product just to keep them happy. You know, and we find that doing that makes great content at the back of it because they're so passionate about, you know, the recognition. I've opened up, I've told you about where I come from, my background, and then they've got, you know, a package worth, you know, a couple hundred pounds at the door. So it's a great way to reward our best performing customer. It's really easy to manage. Yeah. So, so do you, do you, have you made influencers um, in the sense that, you know, um, make people realize that they could be influencers? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I try to steer a little bit away from that term because I don't want people to get obsessed over the idea of having followers and, you know, being famous. We try um coach people on how best to tell their story, you know, and uh, make the most impact in that way. And it's 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 kind of like a it's kind of like a, a negative it's a positive word that's ton negative influencer. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, very yeah, distasteful now, especially um, you know um, from a trust perspective. Yeah. If you've been following the story about um, James, I forget his surname, but uh, he has tens of millions of followers, and he had an argument with uh, another lady while promoting um, a makeup brand, which was one of the competitors. Do you remember the story? It was only recently, what's just come out. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check but it out. It's, 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 all, it's all over my Snapchat feed, right? And um, it was uh, one, of the, one of the comments that this guy had made was um, getting recognition in the influencer industry. And there was so much backlash on it. Like people were commenting on the threads, just churning him to death just because, you know, he's, he's talking about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, assuming that you can get just free things for having followers, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not really the way to think about how you go your influence or influence online because you know really people are after engaging and you know compelling stories from yeah. you know storytelling is, is the best thing isn't it so yeah so. yeah and and i guess you know um you know if, if the influencers are genuinely you know you know um involved with the community it really really differentiates them you know with um, and I, I mean like you know, just turning up in certain places and saying, hey, you know, I want to, you know, meet you guys, you know, I'm not, you know, that's un- unreachable, you know, yeah. I'm a star or something, you know. But, but yeah, it's it's crazy. 
Um, so I love the fact that you recognize, um, you know, customers um, or highly engaged customers and, you know, you give them free products, you reward them, um, you not only recognize them, you reward them, and eventually, you know, um, they reciprocate by, um, you know, making, you know, by, 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 by creating content, you know, around mm-hmm. the brand. They, yeah. they build that affinity, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it is amazing, you know. Um, do you know what your repeat customer rate is? You know, um, how often what, what, do, you, do you know? Do you, do you monitor that metric? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, being in the apparel business, we've always got to monitor because it's one of the most important metrics in uh, our industry. So, you know, my first year, 12 percent. You know, I'm thinking that's great, but you know, after you look around a little bit and realize what everybody else is doing, you know, we're going up. I think in the last two weeks, there's been like 35, so we've done loads better than we had to do then. You know, one of the products, which is um, a good one that we sell, is a, a team hoodie, right? So once they've been into uh, a flow and a sequence and they're in our groups and they've engaged a little, we send out personalized emails, get your team hoodie, and people love to show that they're a part of the team. And if you can imagine the repercussions of that for word of mouth either social or not you know it's a it's a very compelling thing people want to ask you know what is it you know what you're a part of what is the team and at the same time they can talk about why they're proud to be a part of it and ultimately brings more repeat purchases and more people onto our top slash middle of the funnel right yeah absolutely you know i did ask you this question and i'm sure people are like you know um wondering you know um this particular question and it has to do with um you know you're a guy you're selling, you know, um, woman apparel. <laughs> How do you, who's the face of the brand? Yeah, well, I talk a lot in, in a group, so I'm, I'm always posting our announcements and, you know, I, I speak to our customers directly and, and you know, I invite a few of them down to our office and we speak to them in person. But it's always a topic that you see people's face just constantly thinking about when, you know, I'm introducing myself from a brand, but... The reality is exactly like I said at the beginning, I saw the opportunity, I saw how people were communicating. We tried a men's and women's line and we noticed that's where the traction was. And ultimately it led me to the realization that, you know, women do not face the same scrutiny that you know men do. You know, yeah. women are subject to nasty, horrible comments all the time. There's no, and there's no place for them to go and speak publicly, you know. So I wanted to I wanted to create my community. I wanted to create my Facebook inside. So we made yeah. a group. We bridge that gap, and now they can all talk and you know feel us. So, so last year, I um, I I had Google Analytics access. Um, so a client of mine gave me access to um, uh, their top twenty UK apparel brand, basically US, sorry, apparel brand. Their Google Analytics, um, and they sell male and female. And the it was just unbelievable the like revenue of female compared to male. Yeah. <laughs> Seventy thirty. Seventy thirty, yeah. And they had like so and they had almost like the same inventory in terms of like, you know, number mm. of items. Um they, because they they still had to serve, you know, uh, men. But like it just it was it was ridiculous, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. and it just seems like women are much you know um much more engaged shoppers yeah for sure for sure i mean before i started my uh, just strong obsession i wear everything that i make myself 
Uh, I, I do not care what I wear to the gym, right? I'll put on anything I'll pick up in my house and I'll just go get my workout done, you know. And, uh, I've never been one for buying lots of it myself, so it's... Uh, yeah. Okay. Resonate uh, let's, let's talk about your... What's your go-to resource for, like, you know, marketing automation? Where, where do you, do, did you, you know, where, where did you sort of learn, you know, um, the... The, the the ropes you know um in with with clavio and um messenger you know automation uh omni-channel approach <laughs> so you know a podcast a youtube you know i've got a bookshelf just like yours there at home with uh probably a, you know a couple of them same books we're talking about before we start the call right and um you know, that's it. You know, I, I'm an obsessive. So if, if I like an idea, I will do everything I can to learn everything I can about it. And we always test, you know, it's one golden rule we've tried across yeah. every platform. And, you know, it's in every book, isn't it? Right. You've always got to be testing. So we test new things all the time. And I think that's a, a solid golden rule. And, you know, if I could give anyone one takeaway for, you know, whatever platforms or placements that they use in the future, and it's that, you know, always test, try out your own ideas, try out your own funnels, your own sales, and see what's work better and hone down on that one. Yeah. What are your thoughts on WhatsApp? Um, so there was announcements yesterday that um, there's going to be monetization in WhatsApp. Um, not only that, and they're going to be adverts in WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. advertisements, um, yeah. WhatsApp business now. Um, what, what, what do you think? Do, do you think there's opportunity in WhatsApp, you know, for from a group perspective? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, e-commerce specifically, you can see how like abandoned carts and, you know, feedback would be fantastic, right? You know, subscribe to your product updates, get updates on shipping. You can ask people, right, what do you think? And they can answer without even opening an app what shows they're online to all their friends like Facebook Messenger would, you know. It's, it's going to be amazing in that sense because we can get direct feedback from everybody who'd be involved. And, you know, I think it's going to be a really, really good placement. And again, you know, that golden rule would apply to that. You test out all different areas and where it fits inside your uh, your sales process and, you know, the repeat purchase and, you know, any feedback you might get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Groups I'm more excited about. Groups. I think group advertising is going to be great. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. your real estate. Yeah. So, so how old is how many members do you have in, in in the Facebook group in your Facebook group in the Josh Jung Facebook? Twenty three thousand. Twenty three thousand. Um, how long have you had it running for? A year. Yeah, that's phenomenal growth. Maybe yeah. So not too long. So it's it's been um, good, you know. What what's the percentage of members of the group to like you know um your customer base? A quarter, maybe. Well. Wow. Your marketing automation seems to be obviously, you know, generating the members, you know, it's, it's, it's helping you, you know, what yeah. your flows are at the background. Yeah, that's right. We send people to the group from there. So even though it's nothing directly related to sales, you know, it's brilliant for feedback, new product suggestions and talking to the customers directly. So once right. they purchase from us, a couple of days later, they're going to get their exclusive invite to the group and hook it up on that. So, Phenomenal, phenomenal. Then, um, what what are your tips? What what are your you know top tips for growing you know um, you know um, a group so quickly? Because um, we're not talking about like you know a group about you know my cats, you know, or you know funny coats or you know Tesla owners or you know what have you, BMW owners. We're, we're talking about you know a, a group around a, a new apparel brand. How do you build it so quickly? 
I guess everything boils down to the message and the values that you originally start on, right? Because there's no way I would have as many people join this group if we didn't all share the same thing. And that's why we fill people out. That's why we ask people if they share the same values that we do. And then ultimately, you know, they're already in that state of mind that, yeah, I want to be part of everybody else who shares the same thing. And then once they're in there, the conversation just flows, really. So I guess it's uh, not so granular. It's more of a concept you know get your ideas and your your values right and your messaging across right at the top of the funnel then when it comes right back down to the bottom of people who've already bought from you they'd love to join you know they'd love to join they'd love to talk and love to give yeah you and it's a filtering system what you're doing say that again sorry it's a it's like a filtering system you know so if, if they don't match those values they, they wouldn't bother to join yeah, that's right. But we filter people right, at the, you know, on our micro influence program, right? So we're asking if they share that we, we share them values. If you believe that, you know, women are as strong and the, as mental as they are physically, etc., etc., such a really short question there, right? And then once people have answered that, we use Clavio's integration to check against their answers. So if they've said yes, 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 yeah, you share the same values as us. Here's an email inviting you to the group where you can meet 23,000 other people who all share the same values as you. Nice, 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 nice. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, I think I think that do you, um, I think I've covered quite a lot. Um, do you have any other? Do you do you have any other points you want to make or any you know final tips you want to give or final word? I guess my final word would uh, be a, have to be a reiteration on the community and messaging. You know, write the concept of when you're starting anything in e-commerce. You know and selling products online if you can get that right at the end the rest of it will be easy mm. and that's the, the best thing i can give so all the tips ad hacks and placements in the world won't save you from having a poor a poor offer poor messaging and everything else at the top yeah. right. nail that part and the rest of it will come okay nice one nice one nice one. i apologize for continuing short um yeah it's it's amazing and, and this is long term you know this is long term and you know you're, you're really bringing that community together and there's so much value in that um you know um both for the brand and um yeah um the, the value of the, the business you know thank you appreciate it uh, before i let you go um i you know i i want you to um to 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 um answer a few questions in a lightning round um so i'm gonna ask you five questions and if you could use a single sentence to to answer it'd be brilliant sure let's do it okay all right um how do you hire people um it's a it's different because we've got so many virtual staff compared to our physical staff it's a totally different process right we have a person who looks after our HR inside, but I do all the ones myself online. So we have a video interview. You know, sometimes we send um, concept to test and uh, trial out and give us pilots and, you know, we take it from there. So a little bit of a mix, really. It's two separate answers, two separate departments, same business. Okay. What's your, what are your three indispensable tools you use for managing your business? The automation we've got in place. Absolutely. Without a question of a doubt the reach that you have from the social media and things these days, you know, and um, I guess the engagement you can build on your own platforms yourself. Awesome. All right. Um, what's been your best mistake to date? By that, I mean a setback that's giving you the best feedback. The biggest setback we ever had, we lost £80,000. <laughs> we collected leads for the best part of the year. You know, we had a couple hundred thousand people in a, a part of a newsletter segment would not real would not realize it sounds so ridiculous, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, 
we sent a, a new shot to them and you know your email servers always look at how often you're sending content out so we go from sending a few thousands of data 200 and then spam trap gmail and icloud blocked all the emails we're sending out and you know two three weeks later without us realizing our open rates have plummet the less than half revenue is out the door and the money's already gone oh dear so, oh dear. how did you recover from Overcoming that, um, thankfully, Clavio are fantastic in that regard because we have um, a really good uh, account manager, and um, now we can segment people based on how they've engaged with our content recently. Exactly, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. And that just that that makes a massive difference in open rates. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But it's it, it's so easy to make a mistake like that because there's no set guideline or anything what's real obvious to the newbie to this world right you just think i've got these email addresses i'm gonna send it out and then see what happens then yeah you know it's flick of a switch you're in a, a hole like it takes a couple of weeks to get out of yeah yeah so it's a good mistake i'm I'm, I'm glad i've learned it now you've learned it exactly um, no expensive but you've learned it and you know it's going to make you money in the future okay so what one piece of advice can you give to retailers keen on using marketing automation to really scaling up their businesses? I think there's literally so much available in automation with the likes of Zapier and all the apps and integrations that many um, SaaS companies have these days that it just becomes a whole, you know, even niche itself. You know, there's so many different ways you can automate Google tasks, swipe files and Etc. Etc. Um, I guess if you're new to automation, the the best thing to do, or what I'd advise to do, is to look on the likes of Zapier and the connection tools. What will give you ideas and ways you can implement your own softwares to your own outputs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could choose a single book or resource that has made the highest impact on how you view building a business and growth, which would it be? One of them ones right behind you. I really liked Dotcom Secrets by Russell Brunson. I think it was a fantastic read. And I think the most important takeaway from that was all the learnings about storytelling. Yeah. It comes back to how we teach our customers how to do that and you know how we try to do it ourselves. And I think yeah. that's the most impactful thing yeah. we can have. You know, game of Thrones style. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of like ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson, um, the fact that you just mentioned him, I, I, I see, I'm drawing a lot of parallels between how you, your Notcher sequence and theirs. So I was in their Notcher sequence for their um, one day, is it 30 day challenge. There's something called the 30 day challenge. So when you buy, buy a book, one mm-hmm. of these books, .com secrets or um, expert secrets, yeah. um, they, they, you know, you'd be, there are some lead magnets in the book mm-hmm. that lead you on to certain web properties. Yeah. And when you get to those web properties, you're cookied. Mm-hmm. And then you're drawn into the next step in their funnel. Yeah. The next step in their funnel is a, is a 30-day um, challenge, funnel challenge or something they call There's it. There's so many, it's hard to keep track of. There's so many, right? They expect you... The, 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 it's 16 hours. Sorry, that's um, my... my. <laughs> sorry. But, but yeah, so... The nice thing, the, the interesting thing is like these things, these books and um, all of their content and their programs condition you and educate you mm-hmm. to eventually purchase ClickFunnels. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not everybody obviously goes through those steps. Mm-hmm. It's, the interesting parallel I'm seeing here with what you're doing is, you're, you're, you know, Josh Strong's marketing automation is, you know, giving, you know, is, is 
educating, not just educating, but but also giving the values, trying to match values with people and asking, you know, people right. questions and educating them through before, you know, they're allowed into the group. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And, um, you know, they eventually become, you know, evangelists of, of the brand. It, it's... It's it's interesting, and um, I don't think there are many people in e-commerce using this strategy. No, no, no. I mean, it's the influencer thing is just the first of mine for most people. I'll just launch a Facebook ad, right? But mm-hmm. all about the fundamentals. I think regardless of your automation and the funnel that you've set up, I think if you nail the community, the values, and the messaging you have at the top, the rest of it will come. And as long as you're always following, always be testing, state of mind that you will find your own path you'll find where automation sits you'll find where your placements and your funnels are organized and that will ultimately give you the best results yeah absolutely and um the other thing i i I wanted to tell you last week and i'm going to tell you today is it takes a special kind of person um to do this because you know you're playing you're playing chess it's it's like a game of chess because you're, you're putting a lot of things together maybe complicated lego um, You've got chess literally wrote next to your head as you're saying that. Oh, yes. <laughs> you're playing chess. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're, you're strategizing. Um, you're saying, you know, there are lots of if-then, you know, scenarios playing out yeah, in your right. head. And there's the human psychology bit of things. You know, what, you know, what language do I use to trigger this kind of emotion? You know, how do I get them to... And you're thinking, you know, about the other steps people are going to take. Yeah, that's right. There's the core message at the start, you know, ensuring that it stays with them all through the journey. Yeah, that's right. And I guess our customers are to thank for a lot of that. Having access to so many of them in the group enables us to get instant feedback all the time. And it's just totally invaluable. Like so many big decisions we've made from collecting our feedback and just asking our customers what they think of X, Y and Z. And, you know, I have to do that, obviously, because I'm a guy and I'm running a female <laughs> brand, right? But it would apply if I was a woman. This, it's the yeah. same thing, you know. It, so are you the only guy in the Facebook group? Uh, well, I have my ads manager in there. <laughs> so there's two of us. <laughs> we never get any bad reception. You know, people don't pull us up and say, you're a dude, you're doing this, you know, because we care and we live and breathe what we're doing. Like, yeah, yeah. I've got it written on the back of my trainers, you know, just strong is everywhere in my life and I live and breathe. Yeah. Hopefully that reflects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were gutted last week when, you know, you didn't have the hoodie and you're like, you know, I wear, I breathe, I smell, you know, I, you know, I, my, my brand. Again, that obsession. <laughs> That's right. It's a bit Gary V. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. It's it's been amazing, you know, having you, Mark. Um, absolute pleasure. Um, thank you so much, um, guys. Um, check out JustStrong.com um, if you, you know, um, you know, if people wanted to, you know, follow you. Um, are you on social media at all? Or? Uh, yeah, but I, I have my own Instagram, which is just strong Mark, but I rarely, rarely use it, you know, because I'm. I, my obsession takes me to this is my one and only focus and the one and only thing that I do in my life, you know. I think I've got something special, so I'm going to do everything I can to focus on that. And my own social media always comes second to what I'm doing for my business. Yeah, okay. Thank you so much um, for, for, for spinning up and sharing all, all this. Cheers. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week 
and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2XEcommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.